There we are. We are live. Okay, today is, what is today? Tuesday, October 24th. And earnings season is in full swing. So lots of companies reporting earnings. And there were quite a few earnings surprises that we need to talk about. Plus, Bitcoin has doubled for the year. So we'll take a look at this and also how it affects certain stocks. And uh, also, what's happening with our positions? NEE reported earnings, one of our positions. So was it good news or bad news? That's what we're going to talk about. Welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. So if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This super smart guy is my head coach, Mark Hodge, and we're real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we have a lot of experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And Mark, earnings, earnings, earnings. That's the main focus today. Really is, Marcus. A lot of movement, some nice reactions to some of the big names reporting earnings, uh, and a good start overall. I know that we have 150 companies reporting earnings this week in the S&P 500. Sounds like 23% so far have reported this year, and 77% have been better. Interesting, though, because I bet if I used my AI analysis of my notes, so that's 77% and 23 of the S&P just keeps popping up quarter after quarter. It seems, it seems to be pretty much the same. It seems yeah. to be pretty much the same. But let's take a look at a few. So we had Coca-Cola reporting earnings this morning and looking good. And, and that's the thing. We know that guidance has been adjusted for this quarter. But hey, uh, earnings are, are better than expected. And look at that green and, and uh, traders reacting stock higher. Yeah, 2.73% higher today. All right, uh, next up on the list, uh, who was reporting? Oh, General Motors. That's an interesting one, I think. Sure. So they ended up pulling their full year guidance because of the unexpected or, or unknown costs related to the strike. Uh, so there is some missing data there. And it's interesting because the stock has been all over the place today. Yeah, if you look at a five-minute chart, we see that it opened massively lower, uh, then really had this nice rally right now, kind of uh, negative, but earlier we were up more than 1%. Uh, and I mean, this is where traders still like to assess, uh, try to assess what impact does this strike have? And I mean, I was surprised that it was rallying this morning after pulling guidance, like kind of saying, well, we don't know what's going to happen, uh, that it was still rallying. Sure. And, you know, I think that this is a good example of uncertainty and certainty and, and going back and forth on it, because I didn't trade GM, Marcus, but you did a few months back and you traded it multiple times. You actually traded it prior to the announcement that there is a strike or, or when it actually went into effect. Right. I actually traded it all the way up to the first week of the strike. So um, I did trade the uh, 32 at 32.50 level. I think I even might have taken a, a 33 put. So I was doing it there. And then when it became apparent that this strike will be longer than expected, I say, OK, I'm going to stay away from this and see what happens first. And uh, this is where I have not been trading it, but I've traded it multiple times this year. And I, I think that this is just a great example of sometimes when we have certainty, right? So. 
the uncertainty was, will there be a strike? When is the strike? How does the strike work? And you were trading it and you were making money. Uh, the news came out and it actually went up when the strike started. But right. then you decided, I'm not going to trade it anymore because now we're getting into an uncertain environment once again, because how long will it last? And right now we don't know and it's hurting the stock. Yeah, and this is where we need to see how this plays out because uh, GM, what previously has been support, has recently been acting as resistance. So we see the support, support here, and then breaking down, trying to break through the resistance. And now, I mean, a bit hard to say, where will it go from there? I do believe that once the strike is over, we're going back into this range that we have established earlier. It was actually a larger range if we uh, look back over the last two years here. Uh, we see it has been a fairly large range between uh, around 32 to 42. Uh, so 32 on the low side, 42. I believe that we'll be back in this range. But right now, with the uncertainty of the strike, it might continue here a little bit. Exactly. And I did see that there was an announcement that they're striking at another plant uh, that affects uh, SUV production. So that could also be a reason why we dropped after being higher on GM. Why do you use the same word plant for a flower and a factory? That's a great question. <laughs> okay. Or or you plant yourself somewhere too. Maybe. All right. Uh, a few more earnings and then we'll take a look at our position. Spotify reporting earnings. And I mean, they are knocking it out of the park. Up, up and away. So uh, here, if you look at earnings, I mean, look at this. Turning a profit. And everybody expected that they're still operating at a loss. Yeah, look at that. That's a big surprise. Look at the surprise, 248% going from an estimate that was negative to reporting positive. And uh, traders loving that news up 11%. Yeah. All right. Got to talk about NEE, our stock that uh, we have. And they reported earnings today. And uh, I mean, if you look at, it, at the daily chart, we saw that they were sliding because they kind of said, well, difficult environment and uh, we might not be able to grow in the next couple of years. And this is why we, we saw the slide there. And uh, we already talked about it yesterday. This is where the bad news is out of the way. So that's why they announced it before earnings. And uh, then, yes, they did announce earnings and uh, kind of as expected, uh, better than yeah. expected. And you know, this one, nobody expected this slide to happen, but it was kind of the perfect storm with uh, growth concerns. And then also NEE is a, a, just a total income play. So when you have yields at what they're at and getting higher, it does make yields and, and other investments maybe more attractive for funds and people who are looking at uh, investments in NEE that generate income. Uh, but here, like you said, Marcus, the bad news was out. It was a shock. But now price the discovery says, hey, this thing's worth uh, 54, maybe more. Yeah. And uh, this is where uh, I mean, we, we had the the highs here uh, that were around uh, 55.50. And I think we need to break through those sure. highs. And once we break through these highs, then at least we have a shot of moving higher towards our break even here. Uh, cost basis that is the plan yeah all right we'll talk about our positions in a moment but uh, i mean we have to talk about bitcoin i mean bitcoin I, I looked at it last night and i thought holy cannoli what's going on here i mean we have been talking about okay bitcoin 
Can Bitcoin break uh, 30,000? Because uh, as you can see, it was stuck there at some point, uh, right around the 31,000 mark, then pulled back all the way to 26,000. But now, I mean, officially for the year, if you look at it for the year, uh, since the beginning here of 2023, where we were at uh, around, what, 16,000, it has officially doubled. Yeah, hitting highs that we haven't seen in Bitcoin since May of 2022. And some big movement here, a lot of this tied to a Bitcoin ETF. So there were some concerns, some challenges, some hurdles, but it seems like it's moving forward. And uh, so many Bitcoin traders, investors believe that the target was probably uh, first quarter of next year. At least that's what I saw. But some big news today, maybe it was yesterday afternoon, BlackRock, they were able to register their ETF with the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation. So with that registration, it just makes traders and Bitcoin traders and investors feel that, hey, this is moving forward, that it, we won't see legal challenges and the SEC uh, preventing yeah. it from happening. Uh, surprising that BlackRock doesn't really move today. Coin moved. Coin moved, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but BlackRock, I mean, you, you yeah. wouldn't expect that this thumbs up only up. That they could benefit. Sure. Yeah, but uh, Coinbase, yeah, now everybody gets excited about Bitcoin again. Coinbase up today, 14% uh, breaking out of this range that we have seen here. Uh, for quite a while. And uh, let's see what the next move is here. Back to 100, 110? Could be. We know that the lack of volume in uh, crypto, just because it kind of lost that flavor of the, the month or the year uh, until recently, is hurting coin. And now investors thinking, hey, maybe coin uh, is a mover. Yeah. And I mean, with all the good news, this is where we see that the S&P is moving higher here again as well. So uh, let's see, not yet. Ah, oh, well, we are above the 200-day moving average so far. Uh, let's see what happens for the remainder of the day. Um, I mean, just when I looked at it a few minutes ago, we were trading at session highs, uh, pulling back a little bit, but there's definitely some excitement here today. Yeah, nice, nice update. Yesterday, uh, NASDAQ led the way. Dow uh, was a, lag, a laggard um, today. Nice move higher across the board. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at our open positions. And uh, with this move higher, also our positions are moving higher. CSIQ now trading at 2153. Uh, and we need to see just what we can do with it, if we can fly a rescue mission here. But it's good to see that they're shaking off this SE solar edge shock from last week. Exactly. Um, I haven't checked it. So is SEDG also recovering because they were down last week? On weekend guidance, twenty-seven percent. There, they are somewhat recovering, but Hanging still, there. yeah, they're still short. Anyhow, taking it uh, earlier, trading at session highs right now, pulling back a little bit. Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, we got assigned at uh, three oh five. Uh, sold calls against our position here. Uh, right now, pulling back. I'm a little bit surprised that Goldman Sachs today is showing some weakness. Yeah, based on the broad market rally, I would. Expect a little more upside here, but I think that 300, 305 range is, is nice and it's hanging in there. Yeah. NEE, Next Era Energy, we talked about it. And uh, right now, trading close to session highs at 54.40. So, I mean, uh, next stop here needs to be the 55.50. And uh, then after this, 
what do you think? 60, pulling back a little bit. Sure. 64, pulling back a little bit. And then all the way back up to 70. Yeah, you could definitely draw a little trend line there from those uh, lows and then that pullback lows there. So now we just like to see some uh, higher highs. Well, okay, NEE. Now you know what Let's to do. do. It. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, PNC, earlier today, uh, they were doing really well. Let's see. Also, kind of with Goldman right now, pulling back a little bit. In a moment, we'll take a look at interest rates and what's happening there. Uh, so we were trading above 112 right now, back to 111. Uh, see what's happening there. And yes, that spike above five in the 10-year yield, which we will look at, not helping this stock the last two days, but today, a decent amount. Yeah. UPS, I mean, UPS right now, just volatile ahead of earnings. I mean, we have earnings uh, being released on Thursday morning before the bell. Uh, I was a little bit surprised with the down move yesterday. Today, it looked like a bounce back. I mean, I sold uh, calls uh, at, against 160. I signed at uh, 157.50, sold the 160 calls. But they're not right now losing a lot of value, even though we moved down. It just... There, there's a big move expected. And if we take a look here at the expected move, we see that uh, this can be anywhere. I mean, uh, look at this. This expected move is kind of like crazy. Up 5% or down 5% by the end of the week. Yes, and all of that, all of that is tied to earnings and uh, potential volatility there. I was surprised by yesterday's move lower too. We had a nice range in UPS for weeks. And uh, many times you, you get some some nervousness or, or quiet moves, but not just a directional move ahead of earnings. Yeah. Well, again, it seems to bounce back today. Let's see if it clicked close above uh, 150. So let's take a look at interest rates and uh, see what is happening here. And by the way, if uh, this is helpful to you, what we are doing here, do us a favor and click on like. Really appreciate all of the likes right now. Good. Okay. So interest rates, super interesting because uh, we talked about it. The 10-year yield was topping 5% uh, for the first time since 2007. Has retreated since then, but today making another attack. But uh, traders seem to shake it off so far. But both interest rates, the 2-year yield, 5-year yield and 10-year yield are up today. Yes, and again, that line in the sand, that, that level to watch, 5%, it's just a psychological level. So uh, a move back towards 5% or above, I think, generates more interest right now. Traders trying to figure out what comes next. Yeah, and uh, so this is where we have been also keeping an eye on the, uh, on the yield here. Let's just uh, zoom in a little bit on a daily chart. Uh, this is the 10-year and the 2-year, and I uh, just want to show this this important zero line that we have. And recently, it seemed that this would move above zero again. And why is this significant? Because uh, last year, when it inverted, right, that the 2-year uh, yield uh, gave more interest than the 10-year yield. This when everybody was starting to get concerned about a recession. We see that right now, it is coming off the lows of uh, being down almost minus one and uh, going back into a more normal territory. But especially today, the two year yield is climbing more than the 10 year. And that's something that hasn't happened. I mean, the whole last week uh, we saw that uh, basically the 10 year yield has been climbing faster than the two year yield. Sure. That that is an interesting observation there, Mark Marcus. Yeah.
All right, finally, also got to see what's happening with crude oil here. So crude oil, um, a bit all over the place wow. right now, pulling back. So right now at 83. And uh, this is where right, crude oil made this, this massive run. We talked about it and everybody got concerned about crude oil going to 100. Right now, hanging out somewhere between 82 and 88. And a decent move lower here, down 2.5%. Last I looked, we were down about a percent at the open. Um, so pulling back and maybe finding some uh, stability here. Yeah. So also today, ahead of earnings, because we have Google reporting earnings, we have Meta reporting earnings, we have Amazon reporting earnings, Tesla, but we can see all across the board, uh, stocks are up. Yes, here we have uh, the energy sector down because crude oil is down, but also hanging in there, crude oil being down two and a half percent, all of these just being down half a percent. So kind of hanging in there. And we see that everybody right now, after we see some exciting earnings announcements, are getting super excited about big tech reporting earnings. Looks like it. All right, let's see. Uh, what do we have today after the bell? Google um, and Microsoft. Google and Microsoft today after the bell. Uh, if we take a look at this right here. Also, uh, Visa and then tomorrow before the bell, T-Mobile. And then we have Meta and IBM tomorrow after the bell. But yeah. I mean, this will be interesting to see where the Nasdaq opens tomorrow and uh, if these time. I, I think especially from uh, Microsoft and Alphabet. Alphabet, yeah. Everybody wants to hear, okay, what's happening with AI? I, I mean, after Microsoft did a massive bet here of a billion dollars into open AI and yeah. investing more money, everybody wants to know, okay, how are you incorporating it? And how do you see this impacting? Because we see that Nvidia was up, up and away on all of this AI hype. And we want to hear more news from Microsoft and Google about that. It will be interesting to see those reactions in uh, some big players. Definitely could move the market. All right. Well, so make sure that you stay tuned in tomorrow when we're back here. And if you're new to the channel, click on subscribe, hit the little notification bell. If you enjoyed this here, feel free to forward this video to somebody who might benefit from it. And always, we appreciate all of your likes. Anyhow, with that said, we'll see you again tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.